0: So today we get to dive into Proverbs 8. Proverbs is a wonderful 31-chapter book in the heart of the Bible. It's called Wisdom Literature. And the majority of Proverbs is written by King Solomon. Now, do you remember when we were reading about Jesus's triumphant entry into Jerusalem, when he was on the donkey and on the colt, and people were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, and they said, praise to the son of David. Well, that's a phrase that people used to refer to Jesus, and it was a reference to King David. He was one of the first kings of Israel and one of the most loved kings of israel and he's called the man after god's own heart well his son is solomon his successor was king solomon he became king when he was still a teenager and uh, in that early moment of his reign he had an encounter with god and i want to share a little bit of that with you so it's found in first kings chapter three it says that gibeon appeared in at gibeon the lord appeared to solomon during the night in a dream And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Can you imagine God coming to you and saying, whatever you want, it's yours. What in the world is Solomon going to ask for as he begins his reign of Israel? Here's his response. Your servant is here among the people you've chosen, a great people, too numerous to counter numbers. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong for who is able to govern this great people of yours. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but instead for discernment in administering justice, I will give you what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. So God promises to pour an incredible gift of wisdom and discernment in Solomon. And we get a peek into that wisdom in the book of Proverbs. Where he is sharing the wisdom that he has gained. And in Proverbs chapter 8, this is a really beautiful, special chapter because he basically personifies Proverbs as a woman. And for the majority of this chapter, we hear wisdom talking to us, calling out to us. And so in this, we're getting to know the character trait of God that is wisdom. So enjoy this chapter as you read this, knowing that it is coming from a gift from God, the gift of a wise and discerning heart. Solomon's taking his wisdom, putting pen to paper, and describing what that very special character trait and gift that God gave him is saying to you and to me. As you read, why don't we begin by mimicking mimicking Solomon's prayer? And asking God for the same wise and discerning heart. Lord, we want to know you better. We want to know your word. And we want to be able to live with wisdom and discernment. With the capacity for being able to distinguish, especially in today's age. It is hard to discern between right and wrong. Between good and evil, there's so much gray in this world. It's not black and white anymore. And, and so we need wisdom. We need your wisdom, not the world's wisdom. So God, as we read this chapter and we hear you calling out to us, would you open our hearts to understand a little bit more what you want to say to us today in Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy reading this chapter. And as you find that one character trait of wisdom that really calls out to you, Prepare to write that one verse down. So for S, you're going to be writing down that one verse. And you know, as, as I said, this is wisdom personified as a woman. So you could even draw the silhouette of a woman's face if you wanted. You could um, maybe even visualize as you're writing this, just visualize King Solomon. In all of his glory, with all the wealth and the honor that he had, sitting, where would he be sitting? Where can you picture him writing down these words and you writing them down so many centuries later so that you can hold on to God's word to you? And then let's talk about O. So in these verses, perhaps you are discovering a character trait of God's wisdom, Maybe there's a call to action in your particular verse that you chose. She's calling a lot in this, calling out, will you listen or will you hear or will you respond to me? Um, Maybe it's an action of wisdom that you can be making an observation of. Or a character trait of God. For example, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. You're learning something about what god loves and what god values as well as what is evil um, to god so you can be making some compare and contrast moments in your observation so take some time to dive into looking at your verse and what you're learning about yourself about god about wisdom about the world and then we'll talk about application Now, of course, application is where we say, okay, what is it that I need to believe? What is it I need to become? What is it I need to um, maybe share or have a conversation with someone about? So as you think about wisdom and the verse that you've written down, is there something fresh for you to believe, to become, or something that you want to have a further conversation with someone about perhaps there's simply um, a conversation to have with the Lord about it so think a little bit about a practical way to have this wisdom moment sink deeply into your heart and transform you from the inside out and then we'll talk about prayer so you know prayer is a conversation it's a back and forth between us and the Lord Sometimes it's really easy to get a little one-sided about it and to jump into, here are my requests, here's what I'm, here's what's on my mind, God. And he loves to hear all of those things. But in this particular chapter, it's almost like God started the conversation first, right? And and the reality is here's something that's just mind-blowing to me. God has always started the conversation first. When you choose to pause and pray, You're entering into a conversation that has already begun. You know how I know that? It's from Romans chapter 8, which we're going to study together in a few days. In Romans 8, it says that the Holy Spirit is already praying for you with groans that words cannot express, with a knowledge and an understanding of your heart. It says that Jesus lives to intercede for you, to stand in the gap for you. He's praying for you. So. The Holy Spirit and Jesus, they're already having conversation about you. Conversation for your good. And so when you pause to pray and you think about the fact that in chapter 8, we are already hearing God calling out to us in the form of wisdom. How about just joining that conversation and recognizing before you say a word that there's something to just be sitting back and listening to him about. If you were to treat your prayer time as a conversation in response to what Jesus has already said to you through these verses, what would be your first thing that you would say back to him after hearing him say these words to you? Start there, and then see where your heart takes you for the rest of your prayer time, and we'll close together. Let's finish in prayer. Father God, It is astonishing to me to think that you are already having a conversation about me. That Holy Spirit, you know my heart, you know my mind, you know the longings within me. You know the joys, you know the sorrows, you know the stressors. And you're already at work having a conversation for my good and your glory. God, thank you for, for giving us a window into what really matters to you and into the joy that you experience when we come to you and ask for wisdom. It brings you pleasure, it says in 1 Kings. And we do, God, we want to bring joy to you as you have brought joy to us. So we're asking you, God, for wisdom. Thank you for teaching us through your word today. Help us to live with a reflection of your priorities, of, of your standards, of your discernment, and of your justice, so that we can live out the kind of wisdom that you have given. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow.